Why is this show called Into the Loop? Into the Loop! Into the Loop! What, 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 what is a Desert Eagle used for? What, what? Big booty bitches. What, 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 what? Into the Loop! Why is this show called Into the Loop? Bitches. Wonderful co-host, uh, Nawaru. Nawaru. I'm Rabbit Pixie. Um, dude, big, big, big desert eagle, bro. Big, big desert eagle. Big desert bitches. <laughs> oh no! What a good, what a good song. It is a good song. So goofy. So shoutouts to Trent Poles on SoundCloud. So today, we have a few things to talk about. We're going to do fuck yeah moments momentarily. Then we're going to talk about Dragonfly, Sonic Frontiers. Going to do our top five Sonic games. Yes. Um, And then uh, maybe if we have time, get into Project Ascension and some other goofy stuff. Yeah, we've got so. some... We- We've got some games on the list here. We need to we need to uh, settle score with. Yeah, we've. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Someone's got a bone to pick today. I'm looking at you, Gundam Evolution. <laughs> I told you, man. I tried to tell you. <laughs> All right, so uh, you want to do your fuck yeah moment first? Uh, well, I mean, I've had a pretty good week uh so i i guess my fuck yeah moment would be i went to my girlfriend's sister's birthday party and it was a costume party and i went dressed as a fox girl maid i knew you were gonna (laughs) i knew that was what you were gonna say it was very good literally like a couple days ago i was like noaru's gonna say the fox costume thing that's right (laughs) it's the only eventful thing that's happened this week (laughs) so uh gosh i don't i don't know what i could even say right now uh you uh you got a monitor upgrade (laughs) yeah yeah, I yeah. Well, it's I've I've had it, but yeah, I guess you could say it's an upgrade. So yeah, we'll say that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been a very eventful week. Uh, yeah. everything that's happening is happening now. It's been really quiet, very normal oh, the last few days. I moved. I guess that's kind of a big deal. That that is a thing. Yeah, that's uh, honestly. Considering, I'd say it's a pretty good thing, actually. Yeah. I'm happy with it. So, yeah, I would say definitely a fuck yeah for me right there. There you go. You got that all done. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been really nice. However, now, today, things are happening, and we've got some new things going on. Like Sonic! Sonic Frontiers. Dude, did you watch the launch trailer? Not yet, no. Oh my I'm... god. They got Queen on the on the on the track. That's funny. Dude, it's it cause it's the one where it's like, I wanna make a supersonic man out of you. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, I know that yeah, one. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> that's what's playing uh during the Sonic Frontiers gameplay 
and then when he is about to go uh, super supersonic, Freddie Mercury's like, I'm traveling at the speed of light! And like, right as he says the word light, Sonic turns golden. <laughs> it's nice. so good. It's the kind of editing I would do for that That's trailer. incredible. It was really I, uh, I had to stop myself from buying it last night before I went to bed. Because I was definitely thinking about just buying it outright and streaming it. But, I mean, I've got so much other stuff going on. You know, I thought maybe at first I would wait and see what everyone else thinks about it and see my own, you know, what I catch of it. And if I like it, I will, you know, I'll go for it. But honestly, the last few games haven't been good enough for me to warrant a day one, hour one purchase, you know? Right. But, like, I had to do the same thing when I got home today. I opened up Steam, I went to the page, I and I looked at it, and I... Uh, you just stared it in the face. Well, yeah, I looked at the price, and I looked at the digital deluxe price and then I looked at um that there was like a Sonic Adventure 2 shoes DLC thing. I thought that was kind of cool. I saw the the reviews say very positive. Incredible. I scrolled down to the reviews and it was thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, there's only one thumbs down on the front page. I didn't go any farther than that. But uh yeah, I think the game looks great. I, I can't. That's wa- reassuring. I can't wait to play it. It's very reassuring. I will definitely be picking it up when it's on sale. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, if I cave before then, I cave before then. And I mean, it may go on sale. Come like we're going into sale time. Like very soon, winter sale, True. Christmas sale. It's very likely that some something will go on sale. True. I think that exactly. would be wise of them to put it on sale for. I mean, come on, ten percent off. Yeah. Bump it down to fifty fifty dollars. True. Uh, that's that's a big issue with games in November. And when they launch, they should be launching with that sale tag, you know? Even if it is only 10%. It's it's close enough to the holiday time where you're going to get the money. You know you are. Why you got to be so greedy? Well, I mean... The thing about video games and prices, like... It costs a lot to make a video game, dude. And they don't, does, they, yes. don't, they don't have the luxury of of what movies have, which to have like a cinema release. You can't release it in a cinema, so you can't get any sales from that. The closest thing to that is an arcade. <laughs> yeah, and you're not putting Sonic Frontiers in a fucking arcade. Nope, it ain't. It's not gonna happen. Happening. That so. is a good idea, though. Not putting Sonic Frontiers in an arcade, but having arcades with major game releases that are there beforehand. Yeah, but can you can you imagine like how much would a arcade cabinet cost to play Sonic Frontiers? Uh, five bucks for like, you know, a save file that you can go back to whenever the machine's open. No, it, I mean, maybe like, it saves actually, it on a little card. To actually build the machine. Ah, you know what I mean? good question. It'd have to be pretty high-powered. That's true. Yeah, that... But I don't know. Maybe there is something there. Because, you know, we it could come to, like, having, like, a universal arcade machine where you pay a token to play one of many games. You know, yeah, one like of a, many Sega games. Have a have a yeah, Sega arcade cabinet. That's a good idea. That's a good write idea. that down, write that down. Yeah, write that down. Da- Pay me to be here, Sega. Pay me. 
I can't wait for uh, Sega to release Dreamcast 2. Dreamcast 2 Electric I, Boogaloo. I can feel it. I can taste it on the wind. It would be incredibly funny. They're not... Especially if it's a handheld. Oh, dude, yes! The Switch competitor! Yes! I mean, what a good they idea. They already have the deck. I think... I think that's a great idea. And Sega <laughs> Sega's not in the precarious position they were during the Dreamcast era anymore. No, they have recovered a little bit. But but then one of the reasons is because they went multi-platform. So how do you how do you say okay, I'm going to release my Sega handheld console while still being on every other platform? The same it way would, Sony does now. It would be more like... Oh, what does Sony do? Sony has put their games on both Steam and EGS. They're not quite on uh, oh, Switch right. or Xbox yet, but they're getting there. Um, I guess it would be more like a Steam Deck release. So it would yeah. have to be substantially more powerful than Switch, and it would have to have something that Steam Deck doesn't have. I would say it's more likely that they send out, like, the original idea of, like, a Sega arcade cabinet that is yeah. basically like a PS4 that just runs all the games, yeah. you know? That that would be a, a really good idea for for all game companies. Yeah, I mean, that's how you... Honestly, yeah, you put pre-release games in there, and that's how you sell money. Or sell arcades again. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But the question... That's the... The question then is, like, would they even care about bringing arcades back? They clearly don't need them. No, probably not, honestly. So, what do you think about Sonic Frontiers in your Onion? So what I've seen has been good. I, um, oh man, I want I want to buy it and play it, but I I don't know. I haven't seen any spoilers. I don't know how many levels or open worlds there are. I know about the cyberspace levels, and those seem pretty cool. But I don't, don't know. It's just I'm so on the fence that you know i'm either gonna fall one way or another so the way it seems to me um they had that the the first footage they released was kind of like the mystic ruins type looking zone yeah there's a green hill zone um there's i mean there's a they showed at least five different types of zones in the trailer i think good um we know that sonic tails amy knuckles and big the cat are in it yes i did see a screenshot of big and that instantly makes it one of my favorite games in in the trailer they released today it showed sonic using a fishing rod so (laughs) sonic the hedgehog fishing minigame Incredible. I put my hands together and pray to the Sega gods. Man, Froggy! Oh, no. No, I don't want to fish as big. I want to fish as Sonic. <laughs> Fuck big. I really, really, really hope they let you at least play as Knuckles and Tails, though. It's possible. Like, that is... Oh, Man. If that's not in the base game, that better be DLC that's coming within the next, like, three months. Well, see, here's here's a concept. Um, We've seen the tornado. Um, Oh. Yeah, the tornado was in it, briefly. But the thing thing is, like, we know Tails and Knuckles are going to be in it. How do we not know that at some point you'll just have, like, a Sonic Heroes thing going on and you're running around together using all three different characters for different things for instance you know your little 
adventure game environment elements like big ass wall to get through this puzzle. Oh, Knuckles will break it. You know what I mean? Yes, please. That's exactly what I want. I want 3D open world Sonic Heroes. Yeah. How do we know that won't happen? I mean, we've only seen parts. We don't. We we know for sure that you can play as Sonic, but it's possible there could be more. <laughs> I and would if, hope. And if there's not, well, they let that slip through their fingers. <laughs> right. Because then you it, can you can make that three player co op. That would be incredible. Pay me to be here. <laughs> Add Shadow. Add Espio. Shadow will be in it. I, if what? he's not, I'm pissed. Dude, 100% he'll be in it. He's the second most popular Sonic character ever. I'm just saying, if he ain't, I'm pissed. Well, I don't think you're going to be pissed. I'm glad. <laughs> I, uh, I am looking forward to it, though. I really am. Yeah. I have no clue what the main MacGuffin is, though. Like, why you're running around this open world. Like, collect. I assume you're collecting, like, giant rings or something to unlock portals to the next area. Or it works kind of like uh, Bowser's Fury, probably. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We, know. we know that the Chaos Emeralds are in it. Oh, okay. So there will be, there will be co collecting of the Chaos Emeralds, at least. There will, Good. Be, there will be some type of ring collecting. I'm wondering about power-ups. Because it showed quite a few different powers. That I'm like, yeah. can he just do all this with the base abilities? Or, like, is, like, is this going to have, like a, like, a talent tree thing I can get different things in? Like, what, what, what all am I going to have here to choose from? And I find it interesting because bringing up the RPG style, uh, because it said uh, games similar to this one on the page. It said uh, Sonic Adventure 2, and then it said uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And I was <laughs> like, huh? How is this game like that? So maybe that's that's one of the things is... That you can talent into different things. That would be neat. I did see the uh, Digital Collector's Edition actually does give you skill points. Oh! I did notice that. Interesting. So we do know that there's skill points. Wait! How does that work? How does the digital give you skill points? Does... I don't can, know. Does it... Pay to win. Well, that's confusing to me because obviously, if you're gonna use skill points, you can only put so many in. Yeah. So, I get maybe it's that you have to hunt for them somehow, and that makes makes it so you have to hunt less. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's got like a Borderlands kind of system where you'll have a talent tree, and then you can put points. You unlock all throughout the talent tree, but when you finish it all, you can still accumulate skill points and then keep adding them to certain, you know, uh, talents or skills or whatever to make them even stronger. Interesting. Yeah, I'm just excited to see what they do, quite honestly. Like... I'm excited. This, This is the... This is the, like, most open sonic game i think we've ever had oh for sure it is absolutely it is truly like the super mario uh odyssey of 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 sonic games good as it should be this is the next step for them that's for sure yeah god maybe i should just break down and play it and give do oh Okay, hear me out. What if we loop looks it? Haha. <laughs> oh my nice. god. Loop looks would well, be amazing. Actually, hold on. Maybe this isn't the most open that Sonic has ever been. 
because are you familiar with the game Sonic Boom? Yeah. <laughs> that was a a 3D open platformer. Is that so? Kind of. Knuckles had an infinite jump. I don't think that was intended. <laughs> I know all about the infinite jump. Man, no. It it would be a lot of fun. No. I uh I would like to loop looks it. Okay. Alright, so coming out later this month. Is... Warhammer Dark Tide. I didn't know that. Do you want to yes. talk about that? November 30th. Are you familiar? I don't know. I know what Warhammer is, obviously, but I don't know what Dark Tide is. So, are you familiar with Vermintide? Yeah. So, Dark Tide is essentially Vermintide, but against space orcs and other monsters. And oh, it's got, okay. like, chainsaw swords, big-ass uh -huh. guns, mega gore. It's going to be absolutely incredible. You're going to be cleaving through hordes of space orcs like it's just Monday morning. That sounds amazing. Yes, it is going to be incredible. Up to four-player co-op as well. Oh, man, I've always wanted to play Vermintide. But... You know, Vermintide is incredible. It's hard to find three idiots that'll buy and play the same game with you. True. But if I especially could... when games are so expensive. Yeah. If if I could if I could get like two other people, then I I would definitely play Vermintide. I'd play the shit out of it. Oh, it would be so much fun. For those who don't know, Vermintide is kind of like. Rat person left for dead. Yeah. You're... So, you're in sort of a Victorian setting. Cobblestone and chimneys and steam trains and stuff like that. And there are these rat people. I guess they're bringing in a plague or something. Very Dishonored-esque. And yes. you you kill the rat people. Instead of zombies, it's rat people, and it's yes. it's, it's so good. <laughs> it is, and people it it was funny. People were like back for blood, back for blood, and I was like, what What about Vermintide, guys? You guys ever play that? <laughs> yeah, really. It's uh, it used to be on the Game Pass for a while. And that's where I played it for the first time. And oh, man. the the feeling of when you would swing your weapon and when it would collide with like a rat person's skull, it would just <laughs> vibrate the controller so incredibly. It was so visceral feeling. That's I loved awesome. it. I fell in love with it immediately. That that is awesome. Cracking rat person skulls. We we stand. We stand that. That's right. Dark Souls 2, Rat King Vanguard, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, is that a thing in Dark Souls 2? It is. It's a boss where it's a room full of rats, and one rat has a mohawk, and you have to <laughs> kill the one rat with the mohawk. Now, are these normal-sized rats, or are they, like, big rats? They they are normal-sized rats. Okay. <laughs> For the Dark Souls universe. So, compared to us, would they be rodents of unusual size? Yes, they would okay. be about dog size. Okay, yeah, those those are those are big rats. We call we call them those mega rats around here. Mega rats. Giga rats, <laughs> if you will. Um. Oh. All right. Uh. But yeah, Vermintide. Check it out. Really good. Dude, I... I Darktide is going to be even better. If Hey, if anybody wants to play Vermintide with us, just... Reach just, out. Just, like, comment or something on YouTube. Yeah, because we would absolutely love to play with you. I'm actually... On Vermintide. I'm going to start working on a Discord server very soon. 
Interesting. I didn't know this. That's awesome. I did bring it up to you at one point, but yeah, we but haven't talked about it since. Yeah, you mentioned. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, yeah. And but yeah, I want I I want a, a place for the community to come and chat and talk about episodes and form their theories about the narrative. Yeah. Um. The overarching narrative that we have going. By, by the... What? There's, what? By the way, the 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 Jackaloop is still up. Jackaloop turn. I'm gonna keep... <laughs> Loop-a-lantern? Jack... Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna keep him up through November, because, I mean, technically... Pumpkin motifs yeah. are still accessible through throughout Thanksgiving. That's right. Um, we'll take him down off after the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dude, you did awesome. work very hard on him. I really didn't work that hard. <laughs> it took me about an hour. But That's not too bad. But to develop the the skills and knowledge that I used to make it happen took way longer. That's fair enough. I had to practice enough. quite a bit. And I'm, I'm, I'm not anything special when it comes to image design. But uh, I'm, I'm really glad that I uh, took some time earlier in my life to learn a couple programs. There you go. Um, I am not artistically inclined. Well, me neither, but... It's it's a good skill to have because I mean what it, what the only thing I did was edit a different image. True. You know, you know, so uh taking something and transforming it, that is something I can do. Not bad, not bad. All right. Top 5. Yeah, top 5 coming well, off the heels of Sonic and Vermintide. I just don't give a fuck about segways today. No. You know? Segways, those are for mall cops. They're overrated. Call, <laughs> call Paul Blart, because we're out of here. <laughs> we ain't got no time for you. We got legs of our own. <laughs> you got a strong pair of legs on your rose. You might as well use them. <laughs> That's from Full Metal Alchemist. You remember that? Nope. You, you don't remember Full Metal Alchemist? Nope, not really, and I ju just finished watching it again. Literally. Oh, bro. That's fine. Alright, top five Sonic games. Do you want to go first? I can totally go first, starting from the bottom. Number five is... Let me think about this. I'm going to say... Sonic and the Sega All-Stars Racing. That's a pretty fair one. That's, a that's good, actually a good game. That's a good, good... Banjo-Kazooie's in it. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Good, Beat. good game. Uh, number four. Sonic Adventure 1. Yeah. Number three. Which one? Sonic Adventure 1. Yeah, but which one? DX or original? They're... They're the same thing. <laughs> They're the same game. But Sonic looks so different. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> those great that man, those those Dreamcast graphics looked like ass cheeks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I should take that back because I don't know, they had their own little artistic sort of thing going on with it. Yeah, but they did. Anyway, number three, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Some say Good that's choice. like the ultimate, ultimate game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan. Uh, number two. Definitely fair. Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. And number one, uh, drum roll, can you even guess what it is? What am I going to say? 
It's Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog 2, baby! Oh, man. Sonic 2 is the best one. It is so I, good. I, you know, I think there's a definitely definite uh, difference in taste between ours. Because uh, I, as everyone knows, am not much of a 2D gamer. Uh-huh. I am a 3D gamer. My number one. Don't you dare say forces. Is Sonic Adventure Two. Okay. Okay. Good one. Battle. Okay. Number two is Sonic Adventure One DX Director's Cut. That okay. specifically is the one that came with all the other little, uh, you know, kind of spin-off ones like Sega Game Gear and. All those other little ones that you could unlock with more emblems you get. Yeah. My third is Sonic Battle for the Game Boy Advance. Nice. I love Sonic Battle so, so much, actually. There was a, a... I think I put about 25 hours into it. Uh-huh. Um, I know I beat it. Shadow was my favorite character, of course. He always is. Yeah. But I, uh, I heavily, I heavily based my uh, little robot dude Emil or whatever his name is after Tails and his fighting style. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I love Sonic Battle. Incredible game. Not enough people have played it. My uh, fourth favorite, Sonic Advance Three. Oh, that is interesting. I didn't even think yes. of Sonic Advance. Then again, I haven't played them in so long, so I can't really say that they belong on my list. Yeah, Sonic Advance 3 is another one that I had when I was young that I really liked. This was this, this is the one that had the, uh, the buddy system, where you could have the different moves with all the different little right. partner characters. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I love that one. I remember the, uh, I think it was the second stage, it was like a, uh, it was like a really pink and blue, like, factory level. It was really pretty. Love that thing. Man. Number five is Sonic Forces. Oh. That's the one. I love Sonic Forces. That's the one you were like, you're gonna hate this. No, I didn't say that you were gonna hate it. I said that you're gonna give me crap for Sonic Generations not being on my list. But it is my shout-out. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna take Sonic Adventure 1 off my list and put Sonic Generations on it. <laughs> Generations. Is Sonic Generations, a... it definitely deserves its time in the spotlight. It's, 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 it is it's, absolutely it's, good. It's a phenomenal game. Absolutely. It, it does almost everything right, I think. Yeah. There's a few weird things with 2D Sonic. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I think the game runs it's it's just it's phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Action packed. It rewards you for playing better. Mm-hmm. Um and doesn't super punish you when you don't play well. It's 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 very mistake friendly. It uh it lets you really use the boost in ways that you want to. So you can explore mm. the stage using boosts and ramps. If you can get a- enough air, you know, in like chemical plant, you can find alternate routes out of there. It's crazy. It really does give you a, a lot of freedom. Also, I want to say like the drifting. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. I'd drift the whole map if I could. That is definitely one of the best Sonic games. Sonic Forces, though, I just... Man, I love Sonic Forces. I love making my own character. Yeah. I love... That's uh, what, That's the only reason that game's popular, is all, all the Sonic OC nerds wanting to um, make their own character. It's fun to use the Wispins, like uh, the Drill... That's the best one, because it just launches you. It's incredible. It's like your own spin dash. And uh, they're in forces? 
Yeah. Oh. I never they played turn... Colors. Should I play Colors? Oh, you should play Colors. Colors is incredible. I never did. Colors is absolutely worth it. Can I recommend you a Sonic game you should play? Yes. You should play Knuckles Chaotix. Oh, I have. Yeah? Did you like that game? Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Okay. The original uh, implementation of Vector, Espio, Charmy, Mighty. Yeah, Mighty's in it. I mean, those guys were all in the comic books for a while. Was that before or after Knuckles Chaotix? Uh, I don't know when they came out, but uh, in the comics, but they they they've been they were in the. I mean, I was nine years old when I first saw the Chaotix fight. So gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, we, as as you know, that I am very old. <laughs> but it might have been, I mean, that was a little after Genesis era, so it might have been around that same time. There there was a comic series called Battle Royale that was out that was really, really good. And it had all these different Sonic teams fighting each other. That's cool. It, it was It was good. It was good. There That's are a lot very of, interesting. There are a lot of really good old Sonic comics. There's one where Sonic gets roboticized. That's scary. Oh. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God is right. Uh, he he came to fuck shit up. Um. So, top five is done. I yeah. have a I have a prompt for you. Okay. And I, th I think this is one we can riff off for a minute here. Okay. You have two choices. On your left, you go to Silent Hill. On your right, you go to Raccoon City. Where do you <laughs> Raccoon go? City? Easiest choice of your life, right? Yeah. I can't... So many people don't agree. I can't kill the things in Silent Hill. <laughs> I can kill the things in Raccoon City. Exactly. At, at least I can like fight <laughs> silent hill you can't fight dude no 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 not at all silent hill is literally uh like the manifestation of your you know darkest you know fears and horrors yeah. and all that and yeah raccoon like, city is tangible yeah basically you go to silent hill you're like in a demi plane that's linked to hell you know, pretty much, yeah. It's, it's where it's where the the our realm merges with the realm of hell, and all the hell monsters come out at night. In in in, <laughs> in, in uh, Resident Evil, it's just zombies. Yeah. And at this rate in society, I've consumed enough zombie media to know how to deal with a zombie. Yeah, you don't know how to deal with God coming at you. <laughs> but you know, you know undead Peter from down the street. P Pyramid Head, uh, I think, is like unkillable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if okay. I, what if I had a a pistol or a shotgun or whatever, a rocket launcher? I, I don't think that would hurt Pyramid Head. He's like indestructible. Yeah, I mean. What are you going to do? Shoot his metal head? <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew, pew. No. Not a fan. But I have seen a lot of people say that they'd rather go to Silent Hill. And I just they, don't understand. They just, just want to die. <laughs> they it's... think that they haven't, uh, you know, been that bad of a person. So it, it wouldn't pull it out of them or something like that, you know? Oh, is that the theory? Yeah, that oh, Silent I, Hill I don't is have any your darkness. personal hell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, that don't work. Everybody has a personal hell that they would never want to go to. That's the whole point of it being a personal hell, of it being hell, period. Because exactly. you may not find you may not be tormented by fire, but you might be tormented by ice or 
by memories of your nanny whipping you when you're a baby or whatever. Like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. That just doesn't stack up. No. No, not when literally That's... like Resident Evil or I mean Raccoon City, like, yeah, there are a couple of, you know, crazy bioweapons lurking around. But those are all in, like, key areas, That's you know? okay. You... Leon S. Kennedy is going to deal with those guys. I'm yeah, just Leon's to... going to do it. We're just trying to live. I'm getting in a car and dipping, yo. Yeah, we're driving out. <laughs> like, I, I think... Mr. X, he can just stay in the police station. We're yeah. getting out of here. I I think that the whole personal hell thing is interesting because isn't that what it means to be human to make yeah, mistakes and endure torment we yeah wouldn't, we wouldn't know what what heaven was if we didn't know what hell was that's true like you have to have both things to have the contrast yeah otherwise it would all just look bleak it would just be one tunnel from, you know, here to there. Right. But it's not. Right. No. Is that it? No struggle? No resistance? Why are we here, made just to suffer? That's it. You're made to suffer. That's so, right. So don't go to Silent Hill. <laughs> suffer in reality, where things are tangible and killable. That's right. <laughs> Undead Peter from down the street. You can deal with him. That you was, can't deal with Pyramid Head. That was a good one. I didn't have to think about it long, but that was a good one. Yeah. No, it was instantly, uh, uh, you know, Raccoon City in my head, too. Because, like, it's just, you know, it's just so easy. I have not, so, my experience with Silent Hill is watching some Let's Plays, which I think I brought up a few episodes ago. Uh, yeah, I believe I've, so. I've watched a few few Let's Plays, I believe I watched one of Silent Hill 1, Silent Hill 2. That was pretty much it. And I watched both the movies. Okay. The first movie is really good, the, the, at least. Yeah, the first one scared the shit out of me and i'll tell you this not a single resident evil game has ever come close to scaring me as badly as that movie did oh man it just it's just it's just not as scary it, it's scary i've been scared but it just no it is not nearly as scary as agree i mean Pyramid Head just like grabbing somebody and ripping all their flesh off at, in like one sweep, like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, no, it, too, it's it's not much of a contest. Not much of a contest there, especially when you get in and you play the games like Shattered Memories, where there's not even any attacking you can do. It's literally all just running away. Um, yeah. Silent Hill is definitely higher up on the scary, creepy factor than Resident Evil is. Mm -hmm. That might not have been the case at one point in time. Maybe when they both first came out. But, right, but, but since but, then, Resident Evil's gotten a lot more. But you know. But but at that point, the the scariest thing about Resident Evil was the voice acting. So <laughs> it's not true. Back then, people used to be scared by the. FMV zombies, you know? We've just, as a people, gotten so acclimated to horrors right. that, you know? Just zombies specifically. Yeah, zombies just aren't scary anymore. Z zombies... Not, kids aren't scared of zombies. Yeah, zombies and vampires are pretty much, like, not a threat jokes. anymore. Nobody gives a fuck about a vampire anymore. Yeah, they're just jokes anymore. Like... <laughs> Dracula's here? I got a cross and a wooden stake. Lamau, hold my beer. 
<laughs> or no. Lamau. Dracula's here. I get on my knees. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you, dude, they exist. It's true. People out there, they would just be like, "Whatever, I'll just bend over for Dracula." <laughs> okay. I don't want to be in his way. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I think there is something to be looked at there about specifically zombies just not being scary in any way, shape, or form anymore. Because, like, even like kids, like newborns, are coming out. Just not scared of zombies. Right. Now, the 28 Days Later zombies and the World War Z zombies, they're fast zombies. Hey. Yeah, those are scary. Those are scary. The The thing that makes zombies so unscary is how slow they are. Like, they could literally never catch you if you just walked away yeah. from them. Literally, yeah. So, um, but fast zombies. They're more know. realistic, too. Yeah. Because so why, why wouldn't if, you be fast? Exactly. You don't have those physical limiters telling you to, you know, not be fast. Yeah. If anything, I mean, the way they describe... I mean, you get the classic zombies is, you know, brain disease that kills everything but your your desire to eat, right? Well, right. that could include hunting skills, which means running and jumping and climbing. Why, would, so, why yeah. wouldn't it? It would serve the purpose of them eating flesh. Yeah. So, but then you have the other version, which is like the rage virus that makes them run fast i mean in world war z they mm. could they could climb and like use each other to get over large hurdles like big walls and stuff yeah like, like would, the wall of jerusalem yeah yeah they would just pile on each other until they got where they wanted to be yeah that's, that is terrifying that, that is scary because i mean one of the, one of the best defenses you have against a zombie is oh i'll just build a wall right here or i'll hide behind this wall but no that that doesn't work no more you're in your nope. house you're in your house everything's sealed up they can't get in the windows or the door they just climb on top and just start bashing through your roof yeah honestly world war z might be like one of my favorite zombie movies it's a good one my favorite scene, I think, is when the guy gets bit by a zombie and Brad Pitt just doesn't even hesitate. He just takes out the axe and just chops the dude's arm off. Oh, yeah. That was, was in Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, nope. <laughs> he didn't even blink. That's when they uh, realized that cutting it off would save them, right? Uh, I don't know if they realized it then, but if he didn't know it, he definitely took a shot at it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe this will work, chop. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm I pretty sure it worked, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember 100%. I, but... I, I feel like it did. Yeah. My um... favorite movie uh, part of that movie is at the end, where they're in the lab, and he just covers himself or no he doesn't cover himself in zombie blood he uh he injects himself with the thing and then he just walks past them all yeah. bumps into one of them is like fuck off yeah he had camouflage that's right yeah making yourself smell like them or whatever was the walking dead i think yeah but, uh yeah. you talk about dragonfly yeah, I am very hyped because I have been uh, watching the uh, Legacy shorts they've been doing where Nazdormu went up to one of the Drakthir who was like frozen there in the vault and she's like, my name is Emberthal and she calls Nefarian her, uh, her general 
and there's a, a lot of uh, different lore that goes on there. And it looks like now I I don't know if this is real, or you know if this is truly it. But it looks like back when the Drakthir were totally free, that Nefarian was u- using the Hand of Tear to control them all. What is the Hand of Tear? Here, the uh, original, um, you know, guardian from Odin, the Titan Keeper. He had one of his arms bitten off when he was fighting Galakrond with the other aspect. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So, Nefarian was using that guy's arm to control the Drakthir. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Interesting. There's a lot of, uh, Titan mishappery going on. Right, right. That, That makes sense, because, you know, the Titans put the dragons... On Azeroth to protect it. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly not sure what we're going to see from this. Because there's a lot of just questions floating around. Like, how did nobody ever know about this at any point? No dragon ever mentioned it once? None. So, uh... I was I've been touching up on a little bit of my dragon lore recently and uh so yeah they they all flew off of the dragon isles and went towards uh you know Kalimdor at the time during the first well of eternity or not the first well of eternity the first legion invasion and they took out the legion invasions along with the champions of Azeroth and they stayed there to help because, you know, the orcs just started pouring out and now the dark portal's there. So not only did uh, Nelth- uh, Nefarian to, uh, took the opportunity to turn on the aspects and become Deathwing at that moment, but he also flew through the dark portal and started uh hanging out with gruel the dragon killer and rebuilding the dark or not dark the black dragon flight out in blades edge mountains and uh fun fact that's how the uh netherwing got born interesting and then from netherwing turned into twilight which we saw in cataclysm Right, right. That's so weird. But but still no mention of... When... No, no mention of why they went back. Right. Uh, or why they didn't. Well, well, I know in the, in the first cinematic, you hear Alex Straza say, you're going to go to sleep, but when you wake up, you need to light the beacon or something. Mm-hmm. When, and I don't. I'm wondering what the triggering event was. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Sargeras sword. Which is that even still there? Did they take that out? No, that's still there. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be because she said if something crazy happens, you'll wake up. You need to light the beacon or whatever, so that we can find well, our way back. Yeah, that is a definitely a thing that happened, but. Why didn't they go back right after the first invasion? I don't know. They all just stayed on Kalimdor to help with the uh, rebuild of, well, you know, society. It, it mentions it mentions that the island would be shrouded, so that nobody could find it. Oh, and that they they could only when it was time for them to come back with the stone guardians awaken to light the beacon. Uh, well, then, yeah, I would say it would probably have to either be Sargeras' sword or maybe something Mother was doing in in the Chamber of the Heart with all the consoles and stuff. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. She might have sent a message to them or something or some kind of... 
the yeah. beam that woke them up. Even though there's only been. one guy left. <laughs> yeah. I lo- Literally. I love how the dragons are like, uh, we can shroud this whole island so that nobody can ever find it, but our stone guardians aren't immune to erosion. <laughs> <laughs> we made we we didn't we didn't build them the last very long. No. So dumb. It's it's really interesting though. I am so ex- excited to learn more about the Drakthir and what yeah. I am yearning for the most is the Calic Ghost Jaina reunion after Jaina's fucking endless torture in the Shadowlands. Mm. Oh man. That, that would be interesting. You're you're aware that they had a thing, right? Calic Ghost and Jaina? Yeah. I this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, no, that's real. Uh Calic Ghost and Jaina were a thing right before um not Cataclysm, but actually no, maybe it was after No, it was right after he became the aspect of magic and he was invited to stay in Dalaran with the Kirin Tor. Right. So him and Jaina stayed in Dalaran together and they developed feelings for each other. Interesting. And then they had to break it off once uh the cataclysm happened. Yeah, that's or no, it was when Ronan decided to let in the horde in Dalaran again. That was it. Because uh Jaina couldn't stand seeing the Blood Elves be let back into Dalaran after what happened mm-hmm. with Theramore. Well, you know, there's there's a little bit, of, there's some dicey stuff going on that was going on with her and uh, Kael'thas. Yes, and Arthas. <laughs> yeah, there was like a love triangle going yeah. on there. Oh no. I think I, don't know. I think this is a good expansion because there's again there's a lot we don't know but that's a good thing because then we can just kind of get into new stuff like mm-hmm. Drakthir have never been mentioned before in in any lore that I've ever seen so now they're here we have them let's see what we can do with them and I, I, I definitely, definitely think that there should be dragon-mounted PvP. Yeah. Uh, um. I, if there's not, uh, like, why, why even have those kind of maneuvers? True. Just for fun. In, in one of the legacies trailer, uh, he tells Emberthal, the Drakthir, Nazdormu does, I should say. Uh, he tells her, I don't know why Nefarian sealed you away, but if I had to guess, it was because he was fearful of what you guys could become. Huh. So, what I am hoping is, we see evolutions of the Drakthir in throughout the next expansions. To, Maybe to we the even point see... where they can morph. Yeah, into a dragon why not? Form. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Two thumbs up from me. Like, uh, not only that, that, but like, what if they were started to be able to harness the power of each dragonfly in certain ways? Like, maybe next expansion they can actually be tanks now because they have gotten the power of the black dragonfly. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. They could literally do anything they want with this, and it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, hopefully... What, well, there's, there's, a few, there's a few problems that we may encounter that are typical for WoW expansions, which is... The leveling experience sucking ass, and the only fun yeah. part of the game being the end of it. Yeah. Like, we need we need Pandaria level questing, and then some. Yeah. It needs to be Pandaria times a hundred. In terms of fun, leveling up. 
I know I heard something about open world progression, like zones getting better over time. Mm. I don't know like what that entails, but if that actually happens and like you can build things throughout the zone yes. with your factions yes. and like one year from now there's going to be like a whole fucking city in one of the new zones. Dude, yes. sign me up. Absolutely. Let us build a city. Yes. Not hard at all. That's what I'm hoping for. I would love that. That that would make it that would put the Warcraft back in World of Warcraft. Yeah. If you had actual things you could build and destroy. Well, I suppose uh we got time for one last question. Uh Yeah, uh are you, you got ready? anything? I, I got one for you. Why is this show called Into the Loop? <laughs> <laughs>